Welcome to the LBC podcast where we explore Christian theology and practice for the building up of God's family. My name is Josh White. I'm the adult ministries director at LBC and with me today is Pastor Dave Buck. Thanks for being here, Dave. Thank you, Josh. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, this me is too. Be fun. Yeah, me so, too. I'm super excited. Yeah. So before we get started, would you mind telling us, you know, just the different kind, how long you've been in ministry and different kind of ministries you've been doing over oh, the years? Okay. I would love to. I, I've had this unique privilege of working in industry and ministry, um, 14 years in ministry, in the corporate world. 22 years in ministry, starting as a youth pastor, eventually becoming an adult education pastor, which is in your yeah. your boat house. So, And then eventually I became a senior pastor. And yeah. now I'm back here at LBC, sort of working in a management role. So it's a lot awesome. of fun. Praise Exciting. God. It sounds like you've had a lot of great opportunities to minister to a lot of different people in different seasons of life. So yeah. that's awesome. So our topic for today is the topic of fear. And we certainly live in challenging times. And so it can be easy for people to be held captive by fear. But despite, you know, the chaos around us, the scriptures constantly tell us to fear not. And so today we want to take the opportunity to look at what is a biblical perspective on fear. And so as we dive in this morning, our first question is going to be, what does the Bible say about fear? Well, a great question. And um, it's something you and I have even talked about, and I've talked about it a little bit with Andy and one of our other pastors. And it is an issue that we get a lot of questions on it. And so I want to talk about there's three words, really, we deal with in the Bible on fear, and they go from Genesis all the way to Revelation. The first one is this fear of God. Mm-hmm. And we, we've encountered it throughout the Old Testament and even in the New Testament. Anytime somebody encountered God, it could be a burning bush like with Moses. They, there's this response of awe and fear and reverence. And, and these men or women would hit the ground just like, oh, wow, I'm in the presence of the one that could take my life. So that's the first fear that's mentioned in Scripture. And actually, I think that's a good one to have. Absolutely. The, the second one is very unique. It's, it's this um, fear where it's our normal human emotion when we get into a situation where there's danger. And it's this, you instantly realize it's fearful and you flee. Even talking to an officer, a police officer, he called it fear in flight. Mm-hmm. And that's really what... God has given us this ability. We walk into a situation where we're like, this is not safe. I need to flee. So yeah. that those are the two we find in Scripture. But the one that, um, well, let me go back to that one. It's this idea of imminent danger and how do we respond to imminent danger. Yeah. It's not ongoing. But the, the one that I'm noticing, and also Scripture talks about it, it's the fear known as a phobia. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea that... Um, our fear and reason don't stay in touch. They are separated. And we're fearful of what might or might not happen. That's, that's not in Scripture. That's what Jesus is talking about when he says, fear not. Yeah. And it's, it's the idea, let me make it even more practical. It's the idea, 
if I go in the ocean, I might get shot. I might get bit by a shark. Mm -hmm. I might get in a car wreck. I might lose my job. Mm -hmm. I might get COVID. Mm -hmm. I might get cancer. It's, or I might be fearful over the upcoming election. Mm -hmm. It's this idea, and I've termed it as might or might not fear. It's might or might not happen type of fear. It's very much a worldly concept of fear. And that's what the Bible is telling us to avoid. Absolutely. Because if we live like that, it will greatly impact mm -hmm. our lifestyle. Yeah, So absolutely. So I'm hearing kind of three kind of different types yeah. of fear that we see. We're seeing fear of God, which we see in the scriptures. And then we see a natural fear that is a response to imminent danger. Yeah. But then we also see like a worldly fear, which is the fear that we're not supposed to have. Kind of a might or a might not right. happen fear, kind of a yeah. phobia yeah. type fear. And so as we talk about the worldly type of fear, because that's pretty common right now. Oh. With You mentioned yeah. a lot of practical things. It's very right. common very right common. now. And that's the fear that we don't want to have that fear. Yeah. And so, you know, what are the results of following this kind of worldly fear? Yeah. And, and we're even getting calls. You know, yeah. the churches, I'm getting discussions about this this fear. And and it's consuming even believers. And it, and it concerns us as a church. So um, David, Dr. David Jeremiah in San Diego has been a pastor for, I don't know, probably 50 years now. He wrote a book called Slaying the, Sla Slaying the Giants in Your Life, and it was published in 2001. He actually looks at this whole issue of fear from the beginning of scriptures all the way through, but he focused in on the life of Moses and how at times he would have fear, the Israelites would have fear, and it was this type of fear. And he said, he, he brought out five key points, and I just want to mention them to you and then give you a couple other points the first one he said is this type of fear of what might happen actually has a disregard for God's plan. God does not tell us about the future. He tells us to trust him with the future. So we're disregarding his plan if we have this type of fear. The second thing, it distorts God's purposes. We're acting like God's not aware of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So we get a very distorted view of God. The third, it discourages God's people. If you live in this might or might not happen, you become very discouraged with life. The, th the fourth thing was it, uh, it really disbelieves God's promises. There are so many promises in Scripture mm -hmm. that God has given to us, and we're supposed to trust in those promises. Absolutely. And then the, the fifth one, it disobeys God's principle of fear not. Yeah. <laughs> so... It, it's pretty insightful, but let me give you two more that um, just doing my research on this because I love to dig into subjects like this. It says, uh, fear results in a form of frustration. It distorts our ability to see things clearly. Mm -hmm. So instead of seeing things like, wow, God's in control. He knows what he's doing. I know what I'm doing. It distorts it. And we get frustrated, and that's not a gift that God's given yes. us. The next thing, fear, um, it also leads to a lot of false assumptions. Mm -hmm. um, especially even in this era of COVID, there's all these false assumptions. 
we hear one side saying this, another side saying that, and, and then we get consumed by fear no matter what side you're on. Yeah. And that's not what we should be doing. We should be trusting God. Absolutely. So, Those are great. Thanks so much for sharing those. So, you know, you mentioned that this kind of fear, it's prevalent in the world, but you also mentioned that it's prevalent for believers too, oh. not just for the rest of the world. We're, we're seeing yeah. this in the current circumstances that we're in right now. And so a question that comes from that is how does this worldly kind of fear impact believers yeah. and in how they like think about God and in their understanding of God? Yeah. And, and even when you look at the Greek, it's this phobia that that might or might not fear. Um, it really, um, it results in we lose a little touch of reason in our life. We, we lose that ability to reason right. Um, fear does one very predictable thing, this type of fear. It distorts our view and it, it robs us of our perspective, our view of God and our perspective of God. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a devastating principle. Um, fear is catching. It eventually breeds this form of hysteria. It, it's almost like, I've got to tell you what to do because I'm fearful. And it's like, whoa, no, God tells us what to do. I don't, I cannot protect you. I cannot dictate your life. Yeah. And this type of fear can just really, it brings in a, the worst of us. It brings it out in us. It ushers in complaining, distrust, finger pointing, despair. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it in all sorts of things now. It's yeah. not just COVID. We see it in Black Lives Matter. We yeah. see it in all these things going on in our world. So, um, so uh, the thing is, how do we handle this fear? And it's, it's dealing with how do we transform our lives? And it's seeking the Lord is how you overcome fear. Mm-hmm. The more you trust in God, the more you know God, the more you'll get to the point that you're like, Wow, he's in control. Mm-hmm. And um, so this whole fear, let me just pick on COVID for, for example. Sure. It's sort of yeah. fun. Um, I've had so many people call me and the question might not be directly fear, but the results of it is fear. Yeah. And so I love to ask the question, do you really believe God is in control? Mm-hmm. Does God even understand that this pandemic exists? Yeah. And I mean, that's that's a huge challenge for some people. And then I, I often say, God allowed it. I mean, like that just blows people's minds. And then should we maintain a disposition of fear during COVID? Should we have this? What might happen to me? So why don't we tackle some scripture instead of yes. just, you know, absolutely. I, I love, let's go to second Timothy. I I've written them down on the sheet just for speed. Um, second Timothy one, six and seven, it says, for this reason, I remind you to fan the flame, the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. And he says this, this is Paul talking to Timothy and Paul's talking about himself. And then he says to Timothy for God gave us a spirit not a fear, talking about that, what might or might not happen fear, but a power and love and self-control. I think, what a great text, but let's go to Matthew. Matthew chapter 10 says, 
in 26. So have no fear of them is where he starts. But I want to jump down to 28. And it says, and do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. I'm like, wow. Wow. And then he says, rather fear him who can destroy both the soul and soul, the body and in hell. Meaning you you better be fearful of God, not man and not whatever our society is throwing at us. So God did not give us the spirit of fear. And, and the question that I think everybody has to ask is, do we really trust God? Mm-hmm. That's a big question nowadays. And, and I think it goes to a deeper question. Are we holding on to this earth? Yeah. And, and I think it's this preservation mentality. I want to stay here, so I better protect myself. I better tell other people how to react and live and act because we need to hold on to this earth. You and I both know this is not our home. (laughs) God decides to take me through some form of disease, a pandemic, a car wreck, whatever. I know where I'm going. Yes. So. And that's the confidence that we have in the gospel. Yeah. That's the beauty of part of the beauty of the gospel is that we know like I'm trusting in Jesus as the substitutionary atonement for my sins. And because of his great sacrifice and his great mercy and his great love, I know with full confidence that I can approach the throne of God and that he's going to finish the work that he started. He's going to bring it to completion as uh, Philippians 1.6 yeah. says. And so there's great. there can be full confidence that this world is not our home. Yeah. Well, and even you brought up Philippians. In Philippians 1, 21 and 22, he says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I'm like, wow. It's not, it's our perspective is so messed up at times when yeah. we get into a, a pandemic or some other crisis. Mm-hmm. And we should be saying, wow, God, if you keep me here another day, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to serve you. Mm-hmm. But none of us are guaranteed another hour, another day, another year. God can take us at any moment. Absolutely. Um, so then also in Isaiah 35 through in verse 4, I also want to mention there's 146 passages that deal with do not fear in Scripture. So <laughs> this is massive. Yeah. I think God understood we have a problem with it. Um, in, in Isaiah 35, 4, he says, Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not. Wow. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. So he's saying, I don't want you to fear. I don't want you to have an anxious heart. I'm coming. And I think we should be looking forward to that. Absolutely. Another author that uh, has talked a lot about this is Max Lucado. And uh, he says there's two types of voices command your attention daily. One is negative ones. And negative ones bring doubt, bitterness, and fear. As believers, those are not the voices we should be listening to. We really should be listening to the positive ones that that they purvey hope and they purvey strength and encouragement. And he says, you've got to determine what voices are you going to listen to. And right now, I'm, I'm hearing a lot, and you are too, just negative. Everything is just 
life's not normal, life's bad. And, and we should be looking at, wow, what is God teaching us during Absolutely. this time? And so which one will you choose to listen to? You know, listen to positive, what is God doing and how is he impacting the world? Um, so that's sort those of are great questions. Yeah, so. those are great questions to think through. Thank you. So as we kind of close down our time for today, you know, we've talked a lot about um, this worldly fear that that God doesn't want us to have. But you know, a lot of us are going to experience that worldly fear because at the end of the day, the scriptures also say that we're sinners, you know, oh, without a doubt. and so we're still going to experience that fear. We might still give into that fear sometimes. Yeah. And so as we talk about that worldly fear as believers, so how does God help us with that, yeah. with the issue of, you know, the might or might not happen yeah. kind of worldly fear? Yeah, that might or might not, you know, fear. And I think we're all, uh, predisposed towards that. And so I, I love that Jesus knows our doubts. He, he knows we're going to struggle with this. Um, he knows you'll struggle with your faith and saying, God, are you really in control in these times? I think, mm-hmm. I think that should give us a peace right there. And he knows where, or he knows where Satan likes to make us stumble. Mm-hmm. And so and trip us up, and fear can greatly do that. So I think there's a part of us that we need to evaluate, am I fearing this in in the wrong light? And so I think you need to go to God and say, God, I need your help. I need to come before your throne and say, at times I'm fearful of this, and Lord, I know your word says I shouldn't be, but help me. And I think you need to dig into the word of God and see what he says about fear. Um. And doubt, once it's resolved, it will make you much stronger afterwards. Absolutely. It's part of that maturity, that sanctification process. You know, everybody lives by faith. The difference is the object of our faith. When it comes to fear, oftentimes we're putting our object in, in a fear of what might happen instead of putting the object of my faith in God. God, you're in control. You know everything. And I didn't get to mention this to you, but I think it's probably appropriate. Um, in one month, I did three funerals. I did yeah. a 16-year-old, I did a 45-year-old, and a 90-year-old. All of them did not think they were going to die because it was God's timing, because God's in control, and he takes people in his time frame. Absolutely. We have no control over this. So I need to be less fearful and know, man, my Lord and Savior... He knows everything going on, and he is in complete control. And and I look at the saints from Old Testament to New Testament, from really throughout history, men and women were fearless. They got to the point of saying, I don't really care what you do to me. You cannot take my relationship away from God. Yes. The Romans didn't know what to do with them, with Christians. They would say, Let's kill them. They go, oh, good. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> Let's persecute them. They go, oh, good. I'm just like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, if we let them free, they're not going to say Caesar's God. They're going to talk about Jesus. So what do we do with them? They didn't know what to do with them. Yeah. Well, that's because they had faith in God to take them home. Mm-hmm. It's not about this. 
So I want to finish with a, a cool story. Is that yeah. cool? Yeah, of course. Um, I read this and I think it's appropriate and it, it really makes us just bring this together in a sense. There was a young girl and she was very fearful of jumping into the pool. And her dad was in the pool and he pleaded with her and he said, come on, jump, jump. It's going to be okay. And she kept saying, no. And she was paralyzed with fear, fear of the unknown. And she was really unable to trust her father. And um, eventually the father moved closer to her and he put his arms up and her, his arms were right near where she was. And he said, jump. And she jumped and she hit the water. He pulled her up and held her. And her response is, dad, let's do it again. <laughs> And I think that's sort of the state we're in. The more you seek the Father, the more the arms are coming closer. And it's sort of a odd metaphor, but you, you realize I can trust him. No matter if I lose my job, if I get COVID, if I get some other thing, I just got to realize I got to trust God. He knows what he's doing. And so I just want to give you that as just something to think about that this type of fear can really mess with your walk with Christ. And we need to take it to him and say, I do have doubts, I do have struggles, but I need your help. And he loves to resolve this one because he did it with thousands, hundreds of thousands of people throughout history. Absolutely. They got it down. Yes. So. Well, thank, thank you so much for being here and for giving us a biblical perspective on fear today. It was so great to hear from you. I'm glad that you made it today and shared yeah. with us. Well, thank you. This is, yeah. this is fun. and. And I'm sure we'll do it again on another topic. Yeah, good deal. So yeah, you've been listening to the LBC podcast, a podcast of Laurel Glen Bible Church in Bakersfield, California. If you like this podcast, please share it with a friend and remember to subscribe in order to stay up to date on all new podcasts. Thank you for listening. God bless you. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.